0: Hundred and eighteen of Terrorvision Horror Podcast. A more relaxed bit discussion about horror movies and the horror genre. I'm one of your hosts, Jennifer Strand, and joining me is our very own Lim collector, Dan McGuinness.
1: Hello. Merry fucking have we had Christmas? It's been By done. the time this comes out. It yes. is yes.
0: Did you have a good Christmas? We'll just say yes. Yeah. You ate a I... bunch of food.
1: Fuck yeah. Uh we did a we did a rum ham. No we didn't. Oh my! No, no okay. With your okay. glazed ham. You
0: say that, but I was looking up rum ham recipes. <laughs> I was just like, I'm gonna make a rum ham.
1: We'll do that. I'll thank you at the end.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay. So aside from Christmas, what you been doing?
1: So um, I don't know if I mentioned this on an earlier episode, but I was playing a video game called Dying Light Two. I haven't played the first one. Oh,
0: that's alright.
1: But that's cool, and I was fucking loving it. So uh, it's it's. For those who don't like, it's a horror game. It's set after the first game. There's been this zombie outbreak. Fucking, it's full post-apocalyptic. It's like ten or 10, 10 years or twenty years after the outbreaks happen. Now, so it's all humans living together. Blah 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 blah. Okay, it's first person um, one. It's got a high uh, emphasis on parkour. So like Ooh. jumping over shit and running. You get in, like chased You know, if a certain monster sees you. It it triggers a chase. And so then they all start running after you, and you have to run and jump over shit to get away from them and hide. And it, okay. it, there's all these cool aspects to it. Half- about halfway through the game, fucking Rosario Dawson's uh, uh, voice act- acts this person. Yeah. And it's modeled on her. So it's fucking Rosario Dawson's in the game. I and love I was that. like, why wouldn't you advertise this? Yeah, I'd be And why would you put a 10 hours into the game? <laughs> start with this girl. Yeah. And it's one of those, uh, so I've just come out of playing cyberpunk. It's one of those, like, you know, you make decisions, uh, you know, you have uh, what are they called? Dialogue ch- options. There are certain ones that, you know, you know, that are big dialogue options that change like the whole s- part of the story. They're like, mm-hmm. you know them as well, because it changes the screen, like the, what you're going to do. Yep. And, and I assume like, uh, you know, whole different things would happen, you know. And I looked up, uh, I didn't look up what happened, but I looked up, you know, characters can die and they're not in the story anymore and that affects what happens. Yeah. Um, sure. And I'm, I'm, I strongly believe, and I did it with Cyberpunk as well. I just pick, I never look up to see how you do shit or what happens or what choice you should make. I make the decision on my character. I try and get into the story. Yep. The decision I make is my decision and I go with the consequences. I never restart and redo. Anything like that, because that's the story I've crafted. And I played Dying Light. Um, I was like uh, I was forty seven hours into it. You know, I had done all my decisions. Uh, you know, I uh, the pa- the, par- the players that I wanted, the NPCs that I wanted to survive survived. Yep. Um, you know, they didn't have to, but I, you know, the ones that I didn't want to side with, I kind of moved away from the, those ones, and they weren't in, really in the game anymore. I, uh, you know, I, I, I fucking love Rosario Dawson in real life. So clearly yeah. I wanted her as my romance oh, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. And like, so I, all, all the decisions I made were based on like trying to side with her and get to know her more and get her more in the game. Cause she was a good character. Anyhow, the whole point of the game is you're looking for your sister. Yep. Who's been lost for like 10 years. You haven't seen her in 15 years. Sure. Actually, it's been long I think it was 20 years since the outbreak happened or whatever. Yeah. Um, you're looking for her, and and that's like kind of your goal. So you get to the and I'm, I'm going to spoil this mm-hmm. um, this game. So if you don't want to know what happens at the end of Dying Light, like if you're playing it, stop listening for about a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um. So I'm at the end of the game. I'm fucking. I've got the decision, the big decision, the last decision of the game. Yeah. And it's like, help your sister, mm-hmm. save your sister. She's right there. Um, but she is dying. Mm. And to save her, you have to destroy the whole city. Oh. And she has already said, I would prefer this nice city of all these people to live than to you to help me. Or, choice two, save your girlfriend, stop the missiles hitting the city. I'm not going to get why there's missiles. Yeah, sure. Um, And fucking do that. So, no-brainer decision. I'm going to go help my girlfriend. Yeah. And stop the missiles. Sure. And my my sister has already said she will. She wouldn't want all these people to die. The fucking game in the one this last bit decided it's just going to do the opposite of whatever you choose. Mm-hmm. So I instead of me fucking going, I so I went and saved her. Instead of s- saving her, you basically sa- go to save her. She gets angry at you for trying because she's trying to commit suicide by saving the city. Right? Yeah. So the missiles go off anyway. The city gets destroyed. Everyone dies. She never speaks to you again. Uh-huh. Um. I don't know. What the fuck happened to your sister? <laughs> She's just not there. I guess she died. Uh-huh. And you leave the game, walk off with your head down, Um. and leave the city as you came. As in, like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's all in. Like, so, and I was fuck? like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Don't at the last minute make that decision. Like everything else has been, help this person. Don't help them. Okay, help them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And I made this sense. So I looked it up. This is the first time I've looked it up. Like sure. what? 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 What happened here? Why? Why did it do that? I got what they call the worst ending you could possibly get. Oh man! If I had chosen. The other option, I would have got the best ending you get because I had survived all the characters all the way through and everything. Yep. So the, that one decision, all right, all right, this is that time. I'm going to go back and fucking redo it because I can't leave it like that. This is one of those times, like, you, they fucked me in their wording. You know what I mean? Like, yep. fuck you. And I thought maybe they were doing that thing where like, you know, maybe what you choose isn't always right. No, because it's what I choose. It's not, I'm not, I don't make decisions in life and read a thing and going, I have to, have to, you know, uh, decipher what it means. I do the things I want to do. Yep. Anyhow, you can't fucking redo it. And I'm like, because I was like, where's the save game? Because I hadn't saved up to this point because everything's like, you know, yep. you can just shut it's, stuff down these days all, and it just comes back. There isn't a save in this game. It oh, no. saves by the second and there's no going back. Oh, no. And I looked at it and I looked, on, went on to Reddit and i like, how do you redo your decisions? And they're like, you redo them by starting the game again and making the different decision. I'm like, are you <sighs> fucking kidding me? No. In this day and age? I fucking blew my top. I got so fucking angry at this game. I have never. I felt like I had just wasted 47, 49, whatever the fucking hours it was. Yeah. I felt so like like empty inside and angry it ruined my day oh. so fuck you dying light 2 like <laughs> the fact that you did that to me the fact that you can't and you know what you if i was playing it on pc you can redo it
0: nah. <laughs> like it's just the
1: consoles they put that in there and oh. i was like
0: well it's because they want you to replay it. the game again and again and again like what's the point like
1: but- yeah, well, there is a new game plus. Yeah, okay. Because I loaded it and it goes like, uh, you can actually load the game and it says like, you can re- you can restore, revert to, um, you know, I say, he goes like, you know, if you revert here, you're not going to be able to do game plus, and you have to play it from where you want. And I reverted it, and it reverted it. It's just started the last cutscene again. That's oh. where it reverted it to. Okay. And I was like. <sighs> No, no, you didn't waste all that time. And I loved the game up until that point. There's no reason. That's the reason it wasn't in the fucking Game Awards. Oh,
0: God. Like. Oh, God. And I
1: really enjoyed it up until that point, but it really just fucking sourpussed my whole thing. And you know what? If I'd chosen that other option, I wouldn't even have a problem with the game. Yeah. I would have gone, great game. I would recommend it to someone. Yeah. Now I'm not. I'm like, fuck you, you fuckface fuckhole. (laughs) Ugh. <laughs> I spent eight minutes complaining about a video game.
0: Hey, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah I and I, re- then I
1: and then I got addicted after that I started playing Vampire survivors again. If you don't know what that is, oh my god, it's on game pass. It's the, 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 the raddest little tiny game in the world. I fear it's got like it's been modeled on pokey machines to make yeah. you addicted to it. Check it out! It's such a it's bad graphics. It's the best. Yeah, I you like, were
0: showing me videos before we started recording, and it looks yeah. It's there's just, there's Poke it's Machine like the vibes.
1: Purest to it. gameplay. It's like the purest. Like you just want to keep playing. To, it's just like one more go. One more, just one more. One more. One yeah. more. One more run. One more run.
0: That's like how that. they get you. It's all addictive.
1: Anyhow, what do you mean on?
0: Okay, so. I mean, I've been really busy at work, so I, in my downtime, have been binge-watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
1: On my request. On
0: your request. So I have tried to watch this show maybe once or twice before. I couldn't get past the first episode, and I just never went back to it. And I've had so many people tell me that I would probably love it. Um, and then, of course, we were talking the other day at lunch, and I thought, you know what? I'll give it another go.
1: I respect Dad's opinion. I respect. Because I fucking love it. I think it's funny as I far. am
0: nine seasons in. And it's been two a, weeks, a
1: week, two a week, two, yeah. yeah. No,
0: no, no. Okay, week and a half. Yeah, week and a half. So, um, yeah, yeah that is a lot. I mean, they're only like ten episode seasons, so it's not really.
1: And they're only like twenty minute yeah. episodes and stuff, yeah. But
0: my god, I freaking love it. It is so funny. It is just. There's no rules. There's no rule. Oh my god! Like I say, I was you know I was like well, maybe there
1: are rules, but yeah.
0: Maybe I'll make a rum ham for Christmas. <laughs>
1: rum ham. I always remember rum ham. It's when they went to spring break. Yeah. And they ended up, Dee and Dennis ended up under the pier with all like the. With
0: the, the hobos fucking each other. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. And yeah. Now oh. my favorite episode is the Gale the Snow Snail one. I think that's great. Gale Snail, like, sure. Season five, man. Yeah. Fucking, when they try and go camping. Yeah. Oh man, I love that one so much. Um, that's, they're my, they're my two. Real far. The camping one is my favorite episode, I think, by far. I don't know why. I just, yeah, with D with the fucking, like, the tape and, oh, man, the pick up the kid and burning the wicker chairs in the back and, like... (laughs) They just don't have any idea. Oh, man, it's such a good episode. It's and such
0: a good show, and I, like, I like it's, it's one of those things,
1: like, you know, people like it or hate it. It's like a Rick and Morty. Yeah. And you, you know what? And if someone has decided they don't like it, there's no way you can, like, convince them well, either. I don't
0: know, because I decided I didn't like Rick and Morty, and now I love it.
1: Yeah, so. have you seen the latest stuff? The new season?
0: I don't think so.
1: Or whatever the latest one. Is, is. it
0: on Netflix? Yeah. Okay, then I haven't probably caught up with it yet. I'll get there. But yeah, the I got to The problem with finish... Rick and
1: Morty is you watch it the whole season in one day.
0: Yeah, you can because it's very like it's, it's one of so those shows digestible. that we'll just put on before bed.
1: And uh, Solar Opposites, the other Dan Roll. I need to watch uh, that my, one. Dan Rollen. No, Dan always... Harmon. What? No, Harmon doesn't have much to do with Rick and Morty. Okay. He Dan Harmon is a writer, but yep. Justin Rowland. Justin Rowland, So sure. that's the he is Rick and Morty. So it's Justin Rowland went and did Solar Opposites, mm. and you can tell it's just Rick yep. and Morty. And then Justin Rowland did that game that's just come up on Game Pass that. uh oh, was that
0: on Game Pass? High
1: on Life. Oh, I really wanna
0: watch that. With the I fucking that. gun that, like,
1: yeah. apparently it's 10 hours. Oh, it's yeah. only 10 hours. It's 10 hours of Justin Rowland just talking. <laughs> and, like, people were like, fucking hate it or love it. Well, and yes. I love his humor. I love that kind of, like, oh, gee, I, I, don't, I don't know. And they fuck up lines. Like, yep. uh, in Solo Opposites, the main character is like, he's voiceover in the, in the opening. He fucks up his light at it. He goes, so we went out into uh, – we got into our spaceship and we went out into the space. <laughs> and he just says it every time. Uh, the space. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of space. Like. Well, the,
0: in the, within the game, you can watch movies. And one of those movies you can watch in the game is Tammy and the T-Rex. What was that from? Tammy and the T-Rex.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so – Yeah, I am like yeah. – If
0: that's on Game Pass, then I might give it a go because I don't want to pay for it, but I kind of want to check yeah, it out. Yeah,
1: like, apparently, like, like, Ross fucking – Hated it. Of course he, he did, Yeah, cause he's which like, means cause I'm going to love like, it. He doesn't like, I don't think he likes Rick and Morty, and then he just couldn't stand the idea of the indulgenceness of someone being so yep. fucking so egotistical that they'd put this, <laughs> them talking in the game for 10 hours straight because <laughs> your gun talks, oh, and the yeah. gun is a face that faces you, and it's constant talking <laughs> to you.
0: All but, right, yeah. I'm, I'm going to check it out. If it's on Game Pass, I'm definitely going to give it a go.
1: No, I just give Vampire Survivors a go. Yeah, all right. Game of the year.
0: Is it on Switch? Can I play it on Switch? I don't know. I don't know. I'll check it out. I
1: haven't loaded my Switch up in like two years. This has been sitting on the dock.
0: I don't own a Switch, but Liz does, so I've been playing Cult of the Lamb. I really it, like that.
1: Yeah, I, it was in. Um, it was it was mentioned Game Awards and stuff. I don't think it took anything home. I can't remember, but oh, it was, it, it, was it was nominated for stuff. It's Adelaide.
0: Dormant. Yeah.
1: Fucking like Adelaide game.
0: Yeah, anyway. You know, it is hard to believe that 2022 is winding down, Dan. 2023 is lurking just around the corner. It's
1: like future. They're future years. Yeah, future years. I grew up in the 80s. Like 2023, like with flying cars and cybernetic fucking Blade Runners and shit to me.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, You know, this year has definitely been full of its own trials and tribulations uh, as, you know, we're still in a pandemic and... You know, just everything. But the one saving grace hasn't been our loved ones. It hasn't been our friends and family. It's been...
1: Bacon. Horror. Oh.
0: Yeah, bacon. Bacon too. Oh, man. Bacon, bacon. Anyway, um, 2022 has arguably been one of the best and my most diverse years in horror for quite a long while.
1: Yeah, I think it was a, it was a stinker last year, wasn't it? I mean, was that last year hereditary?
0: No, that was 2018.
1: Yeah, yeah, stinker. Yeah. No, oh, that's because... That was like basically pandemic. And, Everything stopped.
0: Yeah. So, as we uh, end the year with our last episode of the year, I like to take a look back and we wrap up on what the best films of 2022 were.
1: This is a hard for me. This, I realize I don't watch many new films. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's only because, you know, I, I, I get forced to sometimes yep. or I'll just find one or I'll watch a film and not even knowing it was a horror film. And it turns out to be a horror film. Yeah. Um, so this is harder for me. I must, I, I, I don't like to see, think of myself as one of that guy that's, you know, I'm not addicted to the eighties. Mm. I don't like, I'm not a nostalgia person. Like I am a nostalgia person. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, I try to do stuff outside of that. Like, you know, I play modern video games and I love old video games. Um, and i like to think that I, watch modern horrors even though I love old horrors but I just don't Mm. as much so my list isn't as good as yours
0: well I mean I obviously uh, I mean if you follow us on Instagram I put up a list of everything that I had watched and I didn't have time to add any more to it I would have really liked to Um, but yeah I mean obviously dwindling it down to like the top four essentially um, for me was really hard because there were so many really good films this year so many that I really liked.
1: When did The Hunt come out?
0: Like twenty eighteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although you did watch that this year, so you really enjoyed it this year. Though.
1: Maybe that's why. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was a this year one.
0: Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to kick us off with your first fave for twenty twenty
1: two? I'm going to do a weirdly indulgent one. Is mm-hmm. my f- one of my favourite films that. For- 2022 horror with Halloween dies the film that never actually came out that I created <laughs> the
0: film that you created.
1: Um, I How mean, I, I mean, contacted... I watched Halloween ends. Yes. Uh, this This year. Yep. Um. So, but I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's not my favorite, but I made it into one of my favorites by editing by
0: it editing and... it out, and it was really good. How many not... people contacted you asking for it?
1: Um. There, there's been a bunch. Yep. Uh, not uh, you know, you guys can still it's still there. Like if you guys want to see my version of a Halloween film edited, it's still uh, you know if you, maybe maybe not contact us and I won't give it to you. No, you don't, I will. <laughs> but um, you know don't if I do do that don't distribute it around anywhere. This no. is just uh, it was just basically a school project that yep. I did and and I. I think what I liked about it the most is the project. I liked doing it. It was fun. It came together. I got to show someone something funny at the end and cool. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I can't really talk about it. Or I can. Like, I I took out... So what I did, if you've seen Halloween End, I took out the whole fucking... I basically just grabbed the end of Halloween Ends and put it at the end of Halloween Kills. Yes. And then changed the future, the storylines of about five characters, Mm. um, which was the fun part of it. Like, you know, making characters survive that didn't survive, doing it in a way to make it seem like they did survive and then putting that into the story, having other characters, you know, putting my favourite kills from certain ones into other ones and stuff like that, trying to make it still flow, trying to make it seem like it was an actual film. Yeah. And it wasn't just a fucking continuity mess or, like, a beats mess. You know, like, yeah. I wanted to get all the beats and, you know, make it make it work. And that was fun. And I really enjoyed it. And yeah, you were
0: very excited. Yeah. And I like that because you just watched it and you're like, you know what? I can make a better film. And you did. I
1: was sick yeah. when I made that decision. And I yeah. started it, like, you know, I had a mess. I was, like, I had a real bad, like, flu. Yeah. I did it when I had a flu, so... Yeah, weren't just something. like... I was, I was in isolation.
0: Shirking your responsibilities. Mm. Yep. No. So
1: that's that's my first film. I mean, oh, that's all I'm going to say about it. But it's <laughs> indulgent and weird. See, like, I, I watch so little films that I have to make my own. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what happened. No, but as I said, if you if anyone listening does want a download uh, a, a link to my edit of it, it's not long. It's not like two films smashed together. Mm-hmm. It only goes for like an hour and twenty minutes.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. We watched it in a sitting.
1: Yeah, yeah. After um, an episode, it's shorter than a normal film. I wanted that on purpose because I, you know, and yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, all the people that have though that have got the link from us, none of them have told us what they think, <laughs> which is like, mm.
0: come on, guys, let him know.
1: Yeah, I don't care if you don't like it. Yeah, it's, it's
0: fine. Um, all right, so mine, now I've not put mine in any kind of chronological order, not from worst to best or anything like that. But my um, first faves of the year, I've put two films in one category because um, it is in the same universe, um, X and Pearl.
1: I don't even know what the fuck that means.
0: Okay, so X Sounds came- like a
1: Pokemon game. Pill and X.
0: Well yeah, that's they are Pokemon games, technically. Okay, so X came out first. So this was a pandemic film. They shut it down in New Zealand. Um and basically it's set in nineteen seventy nine. A group of young filmmakers set out um uh they they rock up to this rural farm, um, and they've hired out a cabin to shoot porn. And they're like the the whole point is they're gonna break into the porn industry with some like upscale pornography, not just dirty films
1: elevated pornography
0: yep um (laughs) however while they're there the elderly couple that live there are just there's there's nothing something just not quite right about them and this group of people end up kind of you know in a fight for survival um so this is the first film that was released this year while they were in new zealand filming this ty west who directed it actually asked mia goth um, if she would stay behind and make Pearl,
1: so Mia Goth plays Mia Goth.
0: Mia Goth pla- in X. She plays a character called uh, Maxine.
1: Oh, on, on in Google here, it's just got her name and no character name underneath. She's <laughs> the only one in the cast. <laughs> she's
0: just she's just Mia Goth. So and uh, spoiler alert, she plays Pearl. Um, so she plays the elderly woman. Yeah. Um, now Pearl, which came out uh recently basically goes back and it tells the story of Pearl as she was a young woman and basically you know she is trapped on this isolated farm It it's sort and of right? set in the very early 20s so she is um, it's like the Hollywood era everyone wants to run off and be a Hollywood star she wants to be a star but she doesn't want to be trapped on this farm with her disabled father and her, you know, horrible German stricter shit mother. She wants a glamorous life.
1: Do you know what her real name is?
0: Who? Mia Goth? Yeah. What?
1: Mia Gypsy Mello Da Silver Goth.
0: Oh my God.
1: Mello and then da is this word. Mia, Mia Gypsy Mello Da Silver Goth. I just looked her up. Wow. She has five words in her name. One, that is two, a lot three, of words. four, five. No, six. She has six names.
0: Oh, my God. That's so many names.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: That is a crazy amount of names. Yeah, if you look her up. But she's doing she's, a fantastic... She's the first and the
1: last one, though.
0: <laughs> well, you would kind of cut out some of it. Um, but, yeah, so she she's playing essentially... And this film, um, so the X Pearl, and then in 2023, we're going to get uh, another film called Maxine which is set in the 1980s with Mia Goth's um, Maxine character from X in the 80s as an emerging porn oh, They're stuff.
1: making a, a universe.
0: Yeah. Um, so th- her performances, I mean, X is fantastic. I kind of like X a little bit more than I liked Pearl. And in X we get, um, you know, Jenna Ortega's in it. You get Brittany Snow, who I love. And it, it's very much like it feels like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibe. You know, it's summer, it's everyone's sweaty, it shit starts happening, so then it becomes dirty and bloody and just real gross. Um but yeah, definitely a highlights for the year. And Mia Goth's performance, you know, all round is just insane. like her performance in Pearl is insane. Like she's top tier on the level of Tony Collette in Hereditary. Alright. Right. So yeah. Doubled up on that one. X and Pearl.
1: X and Pearl. Evolve. <laughs> what was the next film? Megan? No. Sorry? What was the next film called?
0: Well, my two films together were X and
1: Pearl. Now but what's the next one that they're doing?
0: Oh, sorry. It's called Maxine.
1: So the the evolution of X and Pearl is Maxine? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my second film is Hellraiser. Yeah. The reboot. As much as like, I don't like it, I still liked it. Um, and like, you know, you don't often get a good Hellraiser film. It's probably, you know, it's probably the sec. it's the third best Hellraiser film. Yep. Like you get Hellraiser 1, Hellraiser 2, and then probably this one. And I'd then, say so, And yeah. then probably, oh, what, what's the next one after that, you reckon? Probably like Bloodline. hmm If you had to, and then 3. <laughs> no. I don't know. Who cares? Yep. Um, I've talked enough about Hellraiser, but I'm going to talk more about it. <laughs> So what I did like about this Hellraiser, uh twenty twenty two Hellraiser, um I just liked the the Centibytes.
0: Yep. Even the though were fantastic.
1: E- yeah, even though they had taken the best element of the Cenobites and stripped it away from them, which was like the pleasure and perverse nature of them and made them into just like like their skin was closed, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah very they flesh. took away that B D S M kind of vibe away from them, which I kind of I was like, and like you know, they broke all the rules, and they you know they didn't break the rules. They re they rewrote the rules. It's supposed to be a reboot, but the problem was with the film is you didn't know it was a reboot. But at the end, you were just like, it's a Hellraiser story. Yeah, you did uh, at no point were you like, that's a reboot. And then I was like, I suppose it did have a girl in it mm. that did a deal with the Cenobites. But I'm like, people do deals with the Cenobites in all the fucking films. Like, yeah, yeah it doesn't make it a reboot. I yeah. didn't
0: like any of the characters in that film. Like, I I. Yeah, just did not like the main girl, like the the girl, the crackhead. Didn't like her. I didn't it's like because
1: there were there was drugs involved, and you know, yeah. You, maybe. Why would you ever want it? Like, you know, I just don't like drug addicts.
0: No, that's fair.
1: And and uh, yeah, so like when you're trying to get alongside a drug addict and hope that they survive, you're just like you're just gonna kill yourself anyway later on. Yeah,
0: well,
1: um, but yeah, the bits that I did like of it, like, it was still. Enjoyable. It was yeah. still a good Hellraiser film. Um, I just wished it like had just not been a reboot and just been a new Hellraiser film that kind of yeah followed the law. But we are getting the HBO uh help, help Clive barkery one coming. Mm-hmm. I assume. I hope it's not one of those fucking floaters. Just yeah. Stays no. Right.
0: Hopefully, twenty twenty three we'll get it. And don't know. But yeah, like I, I, you know, I this film. I watched it. It was okay. Um, I liked Jamie Clayton as Pinhead. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more gore, a little bit more torture um, from the Cenobites.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, they used because, yeah, yeah, they they really f- shied away from yeah. like. like, like that, we got a, we the Cenobites themselves of really were so scenes, gory. But... And the scenes that was gory were real gory. But mm. then it was just like, apart from that, like. He just kind of did a lot of off-screen kills or yeah. you just didn't see it happening. or. But then you get stuff like, you know, the weird, crazy stuff like the dude who's got like, the clockwork shit that's like pulling his nerves through his body, which in theory is a great Harazer idea, but then they just attached it to this stupid idea of a wish that Leviathan yeah. gives you. I'm like, why would he give anyone a wish?
0: He's not giving you shit.
1: Yeah, and like uh, this hierarchy of five boxes, like five... Five combinations that you do the puzzle box to to get to the last combination or fucking something that like, and I'm like so it, like such an elongated like end yeah. game for for the cinnabar and like it just I mean it's on my you know my my top film for the year and I'm all oh, I do is complain about it because <laughs> I hold Hellraiser too close to my heart. Yes, and, you do. But like. It's way better than anything else, the fucking, the dribble that's been coming out in the last fucking 30, 20 years? Yeah, something like that. 30 years since Hellraiser 2?
0: Yeah. Easy. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, it, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. You know, it's it's one of those films that, you know, I'll probably give it another rewatch, see if I, you know, get anything else out of it. Um.
1: Now you know more about Hellraiser as well. You'll probably hate it more. You'll be like, oh, man. I'll watch it. I'll
0: be like, fuck this film. This is wrong and this is. No. Fuck yo. Worst film of 2022. All right. Uh, Well, my next one is Barbarian. I was really glad that I got to watch this film because I was worried that I wasn't going to get to watch it before the end of the year. And it definitely quickly became one of my favorites. Um,
1: I haven't seen it. I don't really want
0: to. Want to spoil this at all? So yeah, I'm going to try and.
1: Like I spoiled my film. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I can't. Well, I just spoiled Pearl and X, so you know.
1: Well, you didn't because I still don't know what they're about.
0: Okay, that's good. Um, so basically, this film starts out that this young woman she rocks up into town um late at night for a she's on her way into town for like a job interview and she rocks up at her Airbnb. But she finds out that it has been double booked and there is a strange man already in there. Um, so they basically they have this very small interaction. He basically invites her in.
1: This is an always sunny Philadelphia episode <laughs> it in the is. latest season. And oh, no, not latest. One sh- of them.
0: She decides that she's going to stay the night. Um, she's going to go to an interview in the morning. They'll figure it all out in the morning. Not so the whole
1: time you're watching, it, you're just like, Who's this cunt, Like the dude. Who's this dodgy guy? Like straight away. Well, yeah. To... So
0: straight. And this guy is. Played... And you're
1: supposed to think, oh, this dude's doing a play on it. He's doing a sword. He's doing. Yeah.
0: A... You think like, okay, well, this and this guy is also played by Bill Skarsgård, who is it, Pennywise. Um, and is he
1: Skarsgård? Skarsgård. Skarsgård. He's like a, a Stella Skarsgård's yeah. child. Yeah. Yeah. They're like,
0: the, they're like the Afflecks and the 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 Baldwins of
1: what's the other? What's the pretty Skarsgård's name?
0: Bill. No, that's this guy. Um, no, uh, oh fuck, I can't remember.
1: Alexander, the Northman. Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude like yeah. got everything in that family, eh? <laughs> like, yeah. Because Bill Skarsgård did not. He uh, he, he plays an ugly clown.
0: He does play an ugly. He's not a un, unattractive kind of guy.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Uh, he's a good actor, but so yeah. So she stays the night, and that's where the film starts. And then she, I don't even like know how I can go into the next part. So she, she basically comes home the next day,
1: and then a twist happens. And then there's a there is a not a twist, but like a, a story. It change. goes off
0: into another direction. Um, Justin Long's in it. He plays uh one of the main characters as well. Um, he's such an interesting character. Does he character. come
1: in as a walrus? Is that the, he that does. he does? That's the twist. He,
0: he rocks off and he's like it's walrus. Tusk two. He's like. You know, flopping around and you know, screaming along. Um, he's really good in this because just Justin Long's doing a lot of really cool stuff at the moment as well. Like he's he's popping up in a lot of things. He pops up in
1: everything, but he's never really that much of a main character.
0: No, he he's really good in this as well. Like he he's an actor who actor acting. Um, he's kind of like. You know he booked this pilot. Everything's going super well for him, and then it's not going super well for him. And... Wait,
1: he's an actor within the film. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't remember him being in a, what pilot. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. So th- yeah, this one was.
1: What can you say? What kind of genre it is, or does that give it away as well?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Don't worry about it. Just fucking leave it.
0: I don't. Because yeah. I want to
1: watch it, and if obviously other people are probably going to watch it. Barbarian is yeah. Conan in it.
0: He is. He plays the barbarian. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, no. This is he
1: rides the tusk, man. Like uh, he rides the walrus, fucking long, and right
0: he does. He we get some striptease in. So we... it's
1: just a golden axe film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Riding.
0: Yeah, no. This you you are gonna watch this film and you'll think.
1: Well, it's up. It's 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 coming up on Disney Plus. Is that? It? Yeah, it's That's it's insane. It, it's in the. Like, I saw it coming yeah, up in like the, coming, the coming soon. soon, and I'm yeah.
0: like, oh. Oh yeah! Once it comes out, take the time, watch it. It's. It's so good. Definitely one of the best films of the year. Definitely not what you think it's going to be. And I loved it. Yeah. I watched it like late at night. I think I came, it was like after we recorded the last couple of episodes and I came home and I ended up having like a four-hour nap. Don't yeah. know why. Um, And then Tired? I I went to bed. <laughs> yeah, probably. Went to bed uh, later that night, couldn't sleep. So I, I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to watch Barbarian. So Ba-ba-barian. Barbarian. Barbarian. Yeah. Check Bavarian. It out. Bavarian. It's, it's
1: just about that ice it's cream. It's just about desserts. It's desserts <laughs> That has Conan riding a walrus through <laughs> the Bavarian Sea.
0: That is exactly what the film is. We've just spoiled it for everyone. They're going to be disappointed. Sorry. That's fine. All right. What's your next one?
1: Was, was Black Phone this year?
0: Black Phone was this year. I haven't seen it. I really enjoyed it. It's not on any
1: of our lists, is it?
0: It's, well, it's not on my like main awesome list. Um, I guess I could put it on my honourable mention list because it is an honourable mention.
1: Well, I don't know what that... That's the same as Barbarian. I have no idea what that fo- that movie's about. I assume it's not about just a phone. Well, it, it is. Oh, shit.
0: It is about a phone. You're right. It's, and it's black, too.
1: Hmm. Yeah. All right. So is everyone's phone unless you go for the fucking silver or white ones these days.
0: Why would you? Why would you?
1: Nah. just
0: black, sleek. It's classy.
1: Right, my next film I watched this year uh, uh you also watched this one glorious
0: mm-hmm. this is one of my top films but it went on your list so I didn't put it on mine
1: because I would have had had enough so it's our top film that, it is. that's fine yeah yeah so yeah. glorious i didn't know what this film was you were just like dude watch glorious and yeah. i was like oh yeah yeah and i saw the cover and i was like is that a is that a leg <laughs> like, and why is it like you know, it had that hot purple and pink look that it's got like, the
0: bisexual lighting
1: bisexual lighting um which i only learned is a thing recently yeah so this film so it, it uh what's the what's the guy's name that, that spider-man's boss that actor jk simmons jk simmons yeah and the main guy looked like uh, he looked like a Home and Away actor, but he's not. He
0: is. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's oh my played God, really? by Australian actor Ryan Quantine, who used to be in Home and Away.
1: No wonder I thought he looked like a Home and Away actor.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely a Home and Away actor. Oh.
1: <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, right. But I don't watch Home and Away, and I've never seen it.
0: No, he's... he's That's a-
1: one of my claims to fame. I've never seen an episode of Home and Away. That is glorious. I've seen... Heaps of Neighbours episodes in yep. my life, but so never... never Home and Away? Yeah. Oh. My grandma was obsessed with Neighbours yep. when, uh, back when she was alive and she was still living with us, so I think they are on at the same time. Yes. So I never saw Home and oh, Away. They? I
0: think Neighbours was 6.30 and then Home and Away was 7.
1: Well, I just saw Neighbours because my grandma loved yeah. it and it was always on. Yeah, that's fair. Anyhow, um, Glorious, nothing to do with that. This film is... Um, I would call it almost like an uh, art film.
0: Yeah, it's very Lovecraftian.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that, but it's it's all it's also got that kind of really kind of modern like thinking. So if you imagine like you know, uh, uh, color of no, what was that movie called?
0: Color out of space.
1: Color out is it color. Out of out of space, out of space, or
0: color of space. I'm not
1: sure. Col- the one the, with the, Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage, done by. Uh, I think it was done with. That was done by Panos, wasn't it? The uh, possibly uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow director. Um, that film. Mm. It's like that film, but the monster slimy thing is very well. Is like a gentleman and very well spoken, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and lives in a toilet. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, I don't. I suppose I don't want to really. We can't really talk about these films, can we? We're not used to talking about films. We're not allowed to talk about. Like, I mean,
0: the the basic synopsis is this guy, um, Ryan Quantine's character. He is clearly going through some rough time, and he ends up rocked up at a rest stop.
1: In, and this is and like he's like it,
0: driving somewhere, and he's and like
1: in the middle of like deep Canada or something. Yeah. You know, there's all pine trees around. It's like a it's in, it's a toilet block in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. He has fucking, He starts drinking. He sets a little fire up. It's like a camp. It's like a camp. Yeah. Place. He yeah. He, and then he you know he wakes up. He go he, he goes into the toilet and then the the toilet locks on him.
0: Yes. So he can't get out of the. the and then the rest of the film is
1: set and, in a toilet. Yeah.
0: The whole thing is set in a bathroom. And I like I personally like a dialogue heavy film. If the dialogue is good, there is a lot of banter and a lot of back and forth, very much like, uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstein. Um, so we get a lot of this conversation. There is someone else. J.K. Is it, Simmons yeah, is in the next
1: stall. Yeah. So and the, 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 the whole thing is that there is a guy in the stall, um, and he's talking to this guy and he's mm. like, Hey, uh, you know, in J.K. Simmons voice. Yeah. Getting. Yeah, and there's this dialogue that goes between them throughout the whole film. I'm not going to say what it is, but basically, it's one of those films where, like, like, you know, a real small cast often works really good for a film. Yeah, Saw, uh, you know, like kind of stuff like that. Not I'm saying it's like Saw, but the idea that Saw there was like three people in that film, wasn't there? There was like, yeah. there was like the two guys in the thing, and then Danny Glover's worst performance in the history of Danny Glover. <laughs> um, yeah, that uh. It's like that yeah. where you just like how could how could you make a guy trapped in a toilet for an hour and a half interesting and my God do they make it yeah. interesting? Yeah. Like this film is
0: And you know, he this whole time he kind of just like he's sort of descending into this madness or what he conceives as this madness, like it's just this guy stuck in, in a toilet. Like he's just he's having a rough yeah, time. At he's any just point, a and at any ride.
1: point you're like Yeah, is it just gonna be like Yeah. He has just lost it. Yeah. Like, and none of this stuff's happening. Like, you know, it's you, got that great thing of like, is this happening? Mm-hmm. Is is whatever's happening going on? And, yeah. And, um, and don't get me wrong, there is horror and there is supernatural elements in it. Oh, like, we
0: get some real, like a real good fucking gore scene in it too.
1: Oh, yeah, there's gore. Yeah. I mean, there's only like. Four people in the whole film, and that's including flashbacks. Yes, oh, there there is a party scene, a barbecue, but like none of the other characters speak or anything. Yeah, there are some extras, some non speaking extras in the background, but there really is only four people that speak in this film.
0: Yeah, no, this is this is definitely one of the top films for me this year as well. Just it just so had so much fun out of their
1: field as well. Ever heard of it? No. Did any trailers come up? Like I never saw a trailer or yeah. a poster.
0: No. Well, I don't think it got a theatrical release here. It just went straight to Shudder. Oh.
1: So Shutter it's film. on
0: Shudder and I believe it's going, I think you can like rent it and buy it or whatever on Amazon. Now, oh, yeah, you, definitely, but,
1: you can do that to any film now.
0: You know, you can grab that anywhere. But it was um, definitely
1: like, uh, I was like pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I was like, it's not the best film, um, but it's definitely one of the standouts of 2022 in the horror genre. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, but it's no, like, fucking live your life by it or anything. No. It's no, not, no, no. It's like, not Evil Dead. It's, it's not hereditary. No. It's, it's, it's not, definitely
0: it. one of those films that I'll, I'll probably re-watch. It'll end up in a rotation. Like, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a stormy day. I just, you know. Or if I'm doing something. Because then I can just listen.
1: Well, to me, it's one of those films as well, though, that unfortunately, like, there's so much build-up at the start. And once you know it, Rewatching that is kind of boring. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you're just waiting for the good shit to happen.
0: <laughs> yes. Like, okay.
1: you're just like. Ah,
0: ah, ah, Sometimes I on. just like that. Then I don't have to.
1: But you do get J.K. Simmons fucking, you know, his his voice. He
0: could just talk to anyone. Like, he's just got a great speaking voice. Like, I would like to listen. He should narrate books.
1: He probably does. He probably does. He probably is one of those people. I'm just trying to think of anything I can say about it that doesn't spoil it. I don't think we spoiled it. Nah. It's just about a guy trapped in a toilet with a, another guy in the cubicle. Yeah. That's what that film's about. And if you're into fucking dunnies and shit, you love it.
0: Yeah, you will love it. I love it. It's so got
1: dick humor in it. There's it some...
0: does, because there's like
1: a glory hole. Well,
0: the reason it's called Glorious is because they couldn't call it, they weren't allowed to call <gasps> it that. Is that why
1: hole? it's called Glorious? Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> but like, what makes it really interesting is the Glory Hole has this really cool painting that mm. someone has done, as in like, Someone someone's done this painting in the cubicle and, like, the, and the glory hole in the middle of it. So whenever you hear like J.K. Simmons talking, it shows this picture of this like monster, someone's drawn a monster on the wall. So you kind of like, because he's just a voice in the film, because mm. so he's in the cubicle, um, for the majority of it. And so you, you just assume that is him. Yeah, like this hot glory hole with this monster's face, like yeah. that becomes the character. Right. Like, yeah. and I'm like, I loved that. <laughs> like, so it's basically a man in a toilet with a talking glory hole. Yes. My God. Yes. Could you ever get any better?
0: That's there's nothing better than that. That's
1: a good way. That's a better way to put it. Yeah. Like It's just a man trapped in a toilet with a talking glory hole, and he can't get out the toilet. Yeah. At the block, the toilet block. Um, it's not just one cubicle. It's like a you know, it's, it's a couple of stalls he, yeah. and shit like that, and sink and. Yeah. Some urinals. Ah,
0: oh, so good.
1: So, if you've never been, if you're a girl and you've never been into a male toilet, you'll get to see what a urinal looks like.
0: <laughs> Every woman's been in a male toilet. You'd be surprised. Yeah, okay.
1: I've never been into a woman's toilet.
0: Are you serious?
1: Yep. Uh, unless you count, like, like the avant-garde, like, uh, bars where they're shared toilets, you know. No. Mixed. What are they called? Mixed? No. Unisex. Well, unisex toilets. Yeah, I have not. I've never needed to. Hmm. Why would I go to a toilet where I have to wait for a cubicle and I have to walk into a toilet and piss in a, u- in a, ur- in a urinal and walk straight and walk well, out? Well, see, this
0: is why, like, on occasion I've used men's toilets. Yeah, because... I know that,
1: yeah, because the bar. I, I, I used to say it all the time when I, when I used to go to the pub here. Yeah. Like the girls would always come to the guys. So they the fucking Cause the line up at so the girls. Long. Yeah. And
0: all the women, like, so I miss in our building, um, there used to be staff toilets. There are no longer staff toilets. So now you have to go to the toilets with patrons who come into your shop, but also everybody plays poo chicken. So they go in and there's like all the cubicles are full because some people are trying to poop, but no one wants to poop around anyone else. I'm like, dude, I got to pee. I got to get back to work. I just go to the men's toilets. Not a problem. Poo chicken. Yeah. Because nobody wants to do the first poo. Nobody, everyone's poo shy. So there's just a
1: bunch of women sitting on the toilet holding a shit in.
0: Yes. Yes, it is.
1: I didn't know that.
0: It's Thanks. poo chicken.
1: It's glorious. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. that's why it was called glorious. I thought it was glorious in the fact of like of the, the high concept ideas, the, the glory of that. Yeah. It works
0: on two levels. All right. Well, my next one is Terrifier 2. <laughs> um <laughs> This is a, a this was so much fun. We get l- Art, the, l- the little return hat, Little
1: Hat Clown. We get
0: the return of Art the Clown. Um and basically like so this film starts off at the end of the first one. So Art the Clown direct is direct sequel. Is, is is Yes it is. He's back with a vengeance. Um and this what this film does that the first one didn't do was this brings so much more humor to it. Like we get blood and gore that is just off the chain.
1: So this is what killer clowns could have been. This from last yes. week.
0: Oh my god! Like, like this is
1: you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know. like we
0: get this sequence where like you know he's he's come back, um like he's a supernatural being. He he, he comes is? back. Yeah,
1: I've never seen him. Um, I really want to. I
0: think I don't know how you feel about it. Might be too much, but I like you'd really get into because everything is practical effects. But it's if, all practical. If, if he's
1: is he supernatural? I'm completely fine. Yeah. You know, it just says, I just don't like murderous people.
0: This is very murderous.
1: Yeah, but like, he's not a person. Mm. He's a made up monster.
0: Yeah. So he basically, you know, he comes out of this uh, morgue. He's completely covered in blood. He's got a bag, like a a garbage bag full of just tools that he's going to use to kill people. And he, the first thing he does is he goes into a laundromat. And he strips off, he puts everything in the machines and he basically sits there completely naked, reading a newspaper and laughing. Um, He is a mime. He does not speak. So he's doing all the, the fake laughing and everything like that at what's happening in the newspaper. And then once he's all clean and pressed and ready to go, he goes off and then starts his whole kind of, I wouldn't say rampage, but his whole thing. So while this is happening there is a girl we find that you know her younger brother is absolutely obsessed with Art the Clown and the murders that had happened
1: So people know about him
0: Yeah Um and it's basically like he he's basically here and he's going to track down he's now set his sights on this group of people these people Um and it just gets it just gets so funny like I think I talked about it before on the ep- on an episode where he's just like
1: the, the googly eyes.
0: With the googly eyes. The
1: googly eye Like glasses. I still there's, laugh there's the about slinky that. Gla- yeah, The slinky
0: glasses. Yeah, the slinky glasses. Just the little things. And because the guy that plays him, like David Howard Thornton, he is a mime. So he just has this way of making it so humorous and while he's doing everything. I've
1: never really encountered a mime because they always come up in like pop culture yeah. as like a hated thing. Yeah. Like you know, like uh, you know, you, uh, you get points for killing them in video games in Carmageddon or yep. Grand Theft Auto the OG ones and stuff like that. But I've never really experienced a mime in real life. Like mm. I've I've never been annoyed by one. I've no, never, no, I've
0: never. I don't think I've ever seen one.
1: Yeah, mate, it's not an Australian thing.
0: No, maybe not. What are
1: our annoying buskery things? There's no nothing.
0: We've got the God botherers. That's about it.
1: Oh yeah, the yellers.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're they're silly though. Yeah, you just they really ignore are. them.
0: Um, but yeah, so like my only criticism for this film is it is long. It oh really doesn't necessarily feel long, but there are points where you're like, "Come on, just you don't you don't need this. Like, just move it along a little bit." But yeah, like we get like these intensely like just disgusting, just carnage scenes that just. How does he
1: kill? does he kill people in like supernatural ways? No. Is no, he's...
0: he he will, he will kill you with a fucking scalpel. He'll play with your, your, your innards. He'll, yeah, you know... It's com-
1: not that... In- I he'll like... get some
0: comp. No, but, it's funny.
1: But he's like... But he is supernatural.
0: Well, he is a supernatural being.
1: He's... In
0: which... Which I also didn't love that aspect in the first film. Because, like, obviously in the first film he... Spoiler alert. Gets killed at the end. But he doesn't get killed at the end. He comes back. So that's the only aspect of him that you sort of get as a supernatural. Yeah, I mentioned it
1: before. It's like, it reminds me of that film, Funny Man from like the eighties or whatever it is. Maybe it was nineties actually, mm. which I'm going to probably choose for our next film. Cause I can't remember it, but I remember I liked it. <laughs>
0: nice. But yeah, so like, you know, it there is just like this sequence that continues. Like he rocks up at this house and he's, he's trick or treating and he holds out his bag um, of like his garbage bag, which is rattling around full of metallic fucking surgery tools and the girl's like you are a grown-ass man i'm not giving you any candy and he's just like so he just keeps harassing her and then it just it escalates and escalates and escalates and you think like you if any other film you would feel disgusted and you would feel bad and you would have to turn it off but it doesn't reach that point it's just funny you're right yeah i think you would like this one more than you would like the first one
1: I have to. I can't watch terror. I would never do. I can't do twos of films if I haven't watched the first one. Even though I did. Even though with- know,
0: you played Dying Light two without playing Dying Light one.
1: Yeah, but yep. that's a video game, and I got the gist that there's a zombie outbreak. And <laughs> how much more can there be? And they mentioned they pretty much, over that forty nine hours, yep. they pretty much relay what happened. And I'm like, I get it.
0: Yeah. Look, you could probably watch this one, and just not watch the first one because it it relays probably a lot matter, of stuff. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. So, but yeah, this one was definitely a lot of fun for me and I can't wait for it to come out on DVD. I'm going to buy
1: it. Yep. Yep. You're going to buy it. Yep. All right. My last film is without a doubt my film of the year. Mm. Um, So a horror film was my best film of the year. I mean, that should be the way cause I have a horror podcast, but like, you know, sometimes there's. But what, yeah, the,
0: everything, everywhere, all at once. We can all agree that's one of the best films of the year. Yeah,
1: I liked that. I, no, I, I don't know if it's the best film. Really, I did like it, and I really enjoyed it. Maybe I need a second watch, but mm-hmm. and I loved the practical effects in the film and how they did them on the budget and uh, and how that film looks like a fucking you know like seven million dollar film and it's like the cheapest film in the world and I love that. Um, but I. think think because i really like kung fu films mm-hmm. and i really study them and love them i didn't find the fighting that good in that film which is really sh- weird for for her mm. like because she's in so many good fighting films and she's so good at fighting that i feel like a lot i just wanted more really interesting fights cuz sure. like, there were some really good ones in it but like the film, it felt long to me because I just kept waiting for fights, and like yeah. they never came by then. But don't get me wrong; if I, if I I'm watching it as a non kung fu film, I reckon I could, I probably enjoy it more. But I was just expecting it to be the best fights. Yeah, like you know, I wanted to be wowed like the first time I saw The Matrix.
0: Sure, <laughs> sure.
1: Uh, but I- my film, film of the year, nope.
0: Fucking loved that film. Jordan Peele. I love it so much.
1: Um, I don't really like his other films that much, which is weird. Interesting. I find them okay. Yeah. I'm, I I don't not like them. I just I just find them fine. Like yep. you know what I mean. But this one, I was like, damn, mm-hmm. that's so. That's the best thing I've seen. Oh my god! As I was watching it, I thought I knew it was like when I, if it had. I remember halfway through, I'm like, if this has a good ending, mm-hmm. this is gonna be the best film. And it did have a good ending. Yep. Um, the whole point of this film is you're not supposed to know what it's about. And yep. I'm not gonna tell you anything. I'm gonna tell you why I like it though. In I love um what their their characters, I love their performances. Yeah. Oh my god, their performances. Every character in this film's performance is bonkers. Yes. You're just like like hereditary style, like you look, you, you. It's like you're seeing, like, oh my god, these are the people at the top of their craft. Yeah, like doing it, and you know, you've got people playing like, and so the film is set. I can see where it's set. It's set in like, actually, I don't even know what place it's set. It's set in like uh, outback is it like America,
0: California, like so, like the desert part of California, because it's it's Hollywood. Wait, it's Hollywood in California? I don't fucking know.
1: Yeah, it's like desert. Desert America, hmm. so, you like, you know, cactuses, cowboys, um, cowboy-themed stuff. It's set in modern days. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Glenn from The Walking Dead, the actor. He's
0: um, amazing in this as well.
1: Yeah, real good. And then a bunch of other people. <laughs> I still not want to say that, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just a bun- bunch of other people. Uh, set on a horse ranch. The majority of this horror film is. Is it a horror film? It is.
0: Look, it is. I will. I mean, it. Don't I,
1: even say, like, what you think. Yeah.
0: It's more. It, it walks the line between horror and sci fi. Like, I don't care. Like, I keep saying again and again and again, horror is an umbrella, and there's so many things. So, yeah, it's true. I will chuck it in the horror section.
1: So, what I do like is that uh, Jordan Peele is obsessed with anime. So, he. Threw in a lot of references to Akira's in it. Yes, there's Evangelion stuff in it. Like, and this is set you know, on a horse ranch. Yes, in the desert, in the heat. Yes, and there's Akira and Evangelion references. You have like the bee story in it is fucking amazing. Like the bee story in itself could have been a film. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, like, and it leaves you with like. You want to talk about it at the end. Yes. You want to look stuff up about this film at the end. You want to think it is the theory, your theories, is that it? You can fucking go to town on this film. This is like you, you can get with your mates who have all seen it and talk about it for fucking ages. Yeah. And it's its just, but don't let me talk it up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's really hard because like a lot of people, obviously this very much to me is like barbarian. Like, you know, it, it has been marketed in one way, but there is a direction that it goes and you don't want to let, because there are people that still haven't seen it. Like, um, this is definitely one of my highlights of the year. Like one of my favorite films of the year. I've got this on Blu-ray and I've watched it a few times. Like this is definitely one of those.
1: Yeah. I watched it twice in one day.
0: Like it's just a go-to film now. Like, oh, you know what? It's bit miserable out i'm just gonna watch fucking nope
1: Uh, and uh, as well because there's so much like quick dialogue as well and and there are some characters that i found them quite hard to understand Mm. so like a good rewatch is good i mean you don't need to yeah it's just like there's a there's a real there's a girl who talks really fast and she's really like loud and obnoxious she's so
0: good in it like kiki palmer she is She is great in this. I know her from Scream Queens, um, which was a series that they did a couple of years back with Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, It was a sort of a comedy horror series that what's his name who did Glee did. Um,
1: I'm going to look up the people who are in it. So, uh, Stephen Yoon, that's his name. Yep. Uh, So, the main one. How'd you say her name? Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Um, You got it. And then you've got like. Uh, you got this, like, fucking side character named Angel who works at the, like, the local, what is it? It's like a, it's like, the, it's like a J-car, like, yeah. shop, you know, electrical shop, but it's yeah. huge. Like, you know, it's like a, like a fucking, uh, it's like the, the, the cash and carry of yeah. electrical stores. Yeah. And he's like a, this hilarious character, like, you know, he's everyone's just a real person in this film. Like, they're 100% believable. Yeah,
0: Jordan Peele's really good at writing dialogue, and I really...
1: And it's not cheesy dialogue no. like Kevin Smith shit. It's like, <laughs> you well,
0: know... Can we put that in the dishonourable mentions? Can we talk about that?
1: No. No? It is probably the 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 most... The uh, 2022 worst horror... Horrific <laughs> thing you could do to a film, so it could be, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about Clerks 3, motherfucker. Fucking Hated it. So bad. Uh, and then you got Daniel Kaluya, whoever you say his name. Yep. It's got two U's in it in a row. I don't know how you say that because I don't know two O's is Ooh. What's two U's? U.
0: Ooh.
1: U. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Like, well, know. he
0: was from, he was in Get Out. So he's he's definitely worked with Peel before. And we get a completely different performance from him. He is very stoic. He doesn't say a lot. And he's just he's very like. He's like,
1: silent, like, because he's the brother of uh, Kiki Palmer. She's like a thousand. She's. She talks for them both.
0: Yes. Oh, you, my God. She talks and, for everyone. And for you
1: them. can tell that that's how... As, it's As they've grown up as siblings, he hasn't needed to talk because... Yeah,
0: she's always talking.
1: She's always talking. there's He's so a... much
0: comedy in this film as well. And it, it is a spectacle. Like, this movie, I think Jordan Peele said that he wanted it to be a spectacle much like Jaws, much like Close Encounters. It's like that kind of big cinema feel in a smaller sort of setting. And, and it definitely is that for me. Like, I... Oh, man, I love it so much.
1: He's in Wakanda Forever. I haven't seen that film, so Me neither. Um is what's her name in it? I thought maybe Kiki was in it as well. No. Nope. Um yeah. Wicked.
0: Yeah, if you haven't checked this one out, like I I know that we've had some listeners who were very excited for us to talk about it. But you can't. But it's I mean we could do It's always... one of those
1: films that relies on you just not I I'm i I'm a Matt like I'm one of those fucking Uh, I'm a spoiler Nazi. Yeah, like I fucking don't spoil a film for me. It's not that I don't care. If you spoil a film to me, I just won't watch it. Yeah, I will never watch it. I uh, I don't watch trailers. Mm -hmm. Um, I I, trailers are the biggest spoilers in the world. They are the fucking
0: nowadays. They really are. Yeah, cherry
1: on top of spoil. Why would I ever want to pay money to see a film when you have show you have fucking Nitpicked the best parts of it and showing me that already f- for free. Yep. and then all I do is like I watch a scene and go, "This is the part where that bit comes into it," because I can tell because it's the same lighting or whatever and yeah. the same location. I know what this line's going to be. Never watch trailers. Mm-hmm. The only time I watch a trailer is if it's accidental <laughs> or like uh, it'll just like a film that I won't watch. Yep. like I'll never know about it unless I see the trailer. You know what I mean? Like, sure. like, like, like that Megan film that's coming out. Yep. I would have never watched that. I will watch that now mm-hmm. because I saw that trailer. But if you've decided you're gonna watch a film and then you watched the trailer, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I, I, when I, I go like to when I go trailer. to the cinema, I close my eyes when trailers are on and put my fingers in my ears. Interesting. If it's coming out. If it's like a rom-com, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But like, if it's a film, I think, I wanna, I've want i already decided, I've seen this is coming out and I'm going to watch this. I don't watch trailers. So yep. I, I don't want to know anything about it. No, that's fair. Um, And that is the best way to go into Note. Then again, I never saw the trailer for Note, but I've got a feeling it probably won't show anything. It won-
0: no, no. No, no, no. It, I think, it's, it's I, think marketed marketed I watched the trailer afterwards,
1: and it just makes it look like it's a, a sentient cloud. Yeah, <laughs> they're getting
0: Yep. Yeah, definitely.
1: But um, yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck yeah.
0: Mhm. Yeah, definitely. But Everyone, check it out.
1: Should have ended with that.
0: We we might do a, a spoiler cast episode. Is me?
1: it your film of the year? Mm,
0: it's up there. It definitely definitely is.
1: Does it beat your next film? About to talk yeah, about? it
0: does actually. It does. <laughs> we should have ended on it. We should have. I'm, I apologise. Um, so my last film, and it had to go on there, is Scream. So Scream. Scream Five.
1: No, just Scream. Just Scream. So Whatever. we got Scream One, Two, Three, Four. Scream. Scream Six. Yeah. <laughs> you idiots! Why didn't they just make the S the five?
0: Yeah, I don't know. There you That's go. what people wanted. Because it looks like five wanted. cream.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that we all know that if that if if anyone ever bought a film that name out, that Prince would have to come back from the dead and create a song about it.
0: Very much so. Five Cream.
1: <laughs> it's just something he'd do.
0: But, like this was fun. I I love Scream. I love the Scream franchise. So obviously, I was very excited. You know, Neve Campbell was coming back. Everyone was coming back. You know, again, Jenna Ortega's in it, and she's 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 fucking up there with Scream Queen. And at the moment, so she's in. She's in X this year. She's in Scream. She's in um, Studio 666. And she's in the Wednesday series. So she's doing quite a lot. And obviously, she's going on to be in Scream 6. Um, But yeah, like this was just, you know, it it returned. We didn't get Wes Craven back because, you know, he has passed. But they did a really good job. They took it back to the original. You know, obviously there are little bits and pieces that we can nitpick.
1: So this is I don't a, want yeah, it was a re it's a it's a remake. Yeah. But it's not. Yes. It's like a remake. I can't fucking remember. I, I this film actually I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, but I can't remember any of it. Well, we I'm get... watching the trailer now to to remind myself what happens.
0: This film is the passing of the torch film because basically like um This is
1: what they wanted hell. Razor to be like
0: Yeah, pretty. They much. wanted
1: like that, so we've that got reboot a, but it's not.
0: A new generation of, of people. We've got new final girl, we've got all of this, all of that. And they're sort of moving into the next phase because um, you know, Neve Campbell doesn't want to do it anymore or I don't think I mean they fucked her around with like money on that one. So Really? Which is why she didn't come back for Scream Six. So I don't know. What the There's...
1: next one? Yeah. Oh, so they fucked her on this one.
0: Well she she came back. Um, she read the script. Like they, they gave a because she wasn't going to come back, and they kind of convinced her. And they said, "Look, this is going to be like a homage to Wes Craven, and we're going to do it justice." And she agreed with it. But then the next one, they wanted her to come back, and they just the amount of money they, they offered really, her was just
1: stupid. They don't really need her to come back, though. They've got the new yeah Sydney Prescott in that girl, <laughs> the girl that's the main character. Yeah, and they've got you know. I mean, uh, Arquette will probably come back.
0: Courtney Cox?
1: No, Arquette.
0: He's not coming back. He might. Nah.
1: He'll come, but he'll be the killer.
0: He, Yeah, nah. But, like, this was just a lot of fun. It's a standard, like, you know, stalk and kill slasher that I love, that I grew up with, uh, uh, of a franchise that I absolutely love. We get a lot of the old characters. We get a lot of cameos. We get a lot of, like, Easter eggs. Like, they really tried hard on this film. And it shows and it pays off. It's not gonna be the best it's definitely not the best film of the it's year. No Scream 4. But it's one no, fucking Scream 4 is the tits. But this is definitely one of my favorite films for the year just because of it just hits me in in the right spot. Well st- you love Scream.
1: Scrim- Scream is your Sweetbook. thing and they didn't fuck it up no, too bad.
0: Exactly. That's
1: like that was the main thing with Scream. Like that and that's the thing with all these reboots and remakes, like I think their main goal, that the first thing they should write down on paper is Let's not fuck this yeah, up. Yeah,
0: don't fuck it up.
1: Because like it's so easy to fuck something up yeah. if you just take it in like your. Oh, I've got my vision of it. No, you, you, you that's gonna... how we
0: get eleven fucking Hellraiser sequels that are all shit.
1: Yeah, that's how we get. And then you know, we, if we don't we
0: get... get like another Scream, I mean, yes, we're getting a Scream film next next year. But if you know, we had like a ten year gap between this and Scream Four.
1: And uh, weirdly enough, I'm really surprised they did a Scream Six because this one really ended it for me.
0: It look, it does. It, 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 it but op- it's making it, the money.
1: But it opens up uh, this new the new characters and the new all the new characters Now. I actually think though that I, I don't know if it's just me, but I don't think any of the kids in Scream 5 were like as iconic and as as individualist. As the original? No. you know what I mean? You had like... But your... that's
0: also because we are older now and we don't recognize... Like, I'm sure oh, that... You can't
1: tell the difference between kids, teenagers? No, I
0: mean, I know Jenna Ortega. Like, again, she's doing all these things. Is and that then the main girl? That is the girl at the very beginning. She's the one that gets fucked up.
1: So she's, she's the Drew Barrymore.
0: She is the Drew Barrymore, except she, you know...
1: But why didn't they have a star in that role? Like, now, like, that should have been a star that's like on all the posters that's not in the film. Yeah if you want to do a reboot. Of-
0: um but then you also get Jasmine Savoy Brown who plays Mindy, um one of the twins. She's in Yellow Jackets at the moment. So she's doing amazing things and you know that series is is huge right now. It's it's coming up for a second season. It's already been greenlit for a third even though we haven't even seen the second one yet. So
1: Yeah, maybe it is. You know. Yeah, maybe it is. I just I'm looking at the cast now. Maybe I just don't Look at teenagers like I used to anymore. No, because like we're
0: I, not teenagers. We're not in that got, same like, so age. You,
1: you've got in there. I suppose it is. You've got the main girl who like kind of just looks like a new version of Sydney. Mm. Uh, then you've got like. Wait, I'm just, it's just going to go through it right now. You got like.
0: So it's Melissa Barrera is the main girl, and what is she? In? But you got She's like. In... So now you
1: got you've got like the, the cool black chick. You've got kind of the snooty uh semi-asian girl like all, all of all of these like you know uh, uh demographics are uh, represented you've got the black dude you've got the kind of red-haired punk girl like not punk but like you know like the craft the yeah. craft <laughs> kind of girl you've got the bleach blonde kind of surfy guy and then yeah, I suppose they are kind of archetypes. Well, but that that I guy, just but um, when I was watching it, I didn't notice it. I was just like, they're all the same person.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, the the Dylan Minnette who plays Wes Hicks is the bleach blonde hair guy. Apparently, he's like a a like you know young people like him. I'm like, I don't
1: know. Oh, he's I'm a heartthrob. You've yeah,
0: got... he's a he's a bit of a bit of a heartthrob.
1: But in the original one, you had like the nerdy kid who went in the video shop. He set down the rules. You yeah. had. You had, like, the kind of wacky, uh, like, the other boyfriend, who you know, who turned out to be the other killer. Like, he was kind of weirdo, but, mm. like, you know, bit thinking out of the box. Then you had, like, the Stephen Dorphy boyfriend yep. kind of vibe. Uh, then you had the blonde girl, the blonde bimboy girl. Like, you had Sydney. Like, they were all, like, I suppose I've just fucking fucked my own argument then. that Like, yeah, I was completely wrong. They did do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't look at teenagers anymore and de- decipher between them. They all look like, you know, in the Mighty Boosh, when like Vince paints Howard, it's just a pink balloon. Yeah. Yeah, I just look at everyone's just a pink balloon these yeah. days that, that that are teenagers. If you're not like over 20, 20. Yeah. If you're not 20 years old, you're just a pink balloon to me.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, look, by far it's not one of the, the greatest. It's not up there with Nope. It's uh like in terms of filmmaking, it's just a standard you know, stalk and slash film, but it's definitely one of my favorites for the year, just because it is it is scream and I love it so much.
1: Nice. We got some honorable mentions, like we said before. Was that the one I said? Uh, Black phone.
0: Black phone's definitely in Black the food. honorable mentions. Um, Yellow Jackets TV series, which uh, TV series, uh, definitely an honorable mention. Um, Deadstream is high in the honorable mentions for that one, like. It is on Shudder. You should check it out. It's very low budget. Um, It's basically like this disgraced YouTuber who's trying to sort of get back on the good side of his fans. He decides that he's going to go and spend the night in a haunted house um, out in the middle of fucking nowhere. He's going to live stream it all and every hour or so he is going to do something silly which is like on the he'll spin the wheel of stupid stupidity so like i'm gonna go and do a seance in the most haunt, haunted room in this house and i'm gonna do the this. most haunted room and you know where the most activity is and it's just this guy who has a delightful scream um it just gets so high-pitched as he it goes Whee! it's yeah kind of like that and it's just him going around you know and the whole time because obviously he's on youtube so you get the comment section and people are like you know giving him shit like hope you fucking die and and then you get, like, fandom. So, like, this girl th- this girl rocks up and he's like, a fan has tracked me down. This is just stupid. Like, what the hell? And then people are like, nah, let her stay. She's better than you. We don't want to watch you. And then the whole thing just sort of, it's him trapped in this house. And it just gets weirder and creepier and more disturbing. Nice. And fucking hilarious. So, definitely high on my, my favorites of the year. I liked
1: um, this year... Uh... That cartoon, the horror one, the uh, little demon, mm. little devil, little demon, little demon, little demon. Like you got Danny DeVito as the devil. It's one of those adult cartoons, like fucking uh, Rick and Morty and yep. Soul Opposites. I love all those shows. Mm. Like those adult cartoons, for me, if you fucking nail it, you nail it. I love Big Mouth. I love fucking uh, Human Resources, the offshoot of it. Like all of them, like those, like fucking dick humor. It's full swearing, full violence. Yeah. And like yeah, Little Demon was a great one. It's just like. There's a mum and a daughter, uh, and then the, when the daughter gets her period, she, in high school she starts getting these powers, and she's like, I'm, "I have to tell you, you are." And the mum's like, "Your dad is the devil." Yep. And you're the antichrist. And she goes, "You fucked the devil." <laughs> he goes, "He was, a, you know, different." Uh, and Danny DeVito plays the devil. His voice, and he's just a normal looking man.
0: It's just Danny DeVito.
1: Yeah. And yep. um, and it just ends up to being this like, uh, you know, quite surprisingly good story about shared custody with a kid yep and um but you know that's with the most amount of violence you could ever imagine yeah. and like the mum is basically a, a witch or as close as you could possibly get to a witch she says like you know, yeah she's studied her whole life to keep her daughter away from the devil uh to hide her and so she's learned all the witchcrafts all the things all the spells all the glyphs she's got fucking she's Jacked. Yeah, she's, she's like buff as shit. Sarah she. Connor. She's yep. got tattoos of all the fucking Wiccan shit all over, her and and glyphs and sigils and shit. And she's she's basically a, a fucking yeah, a Sarah Connor witch. She's done the exact thing. She's trained her whole life to yeah. try to keep it. Yeah, it is. It's actually Terminator Two. Yeah, <laughs> the story. Uh, now that I keep- think about it. And yeah, it's it's and it's got great ideas. She's got this. Um, have you watched any of it yet?
0: I've watched the first couple of episodes. She I haven't this, h- finished it.
1: Hilarious neighbor which is just don't like an old. She's just
0: like this this wine drinking wine hag. and
1: she's like uh, you know had all her ex husbands, and but she's just adorable. Adorable. I love that character. Yep. And um yeah, fucking that was wicked. That's mm. such a good like. If we're gonna do TV shows, that was my favorite horror TV show. I can't think of any other ones that I've really. My wife, which is really weird, keeps wanting to we watch American Horror Story. I think I'm just put off because it's got the word America in it. The- <laughs> <laughs> sure, but she loves it, and I'm like, but the fact that I think that she loves it makes me think it's not going to be good. Oh god! No, because I love no, but she, she doesn't like horror films. Yeah. So I'm like, how could you like she and how could you? It, it, is it really horror or is it just drama, that fucking show? Uh,
0: I mean, who You've does? you watched them all because there's so
1: many good vibes, like, you know. And everything that comes up, she's like, and I'm like, that's a great actor because oh, they're in American Horror Story. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. always, like.
0: So what's his name? Ryan Murphy. I call it the Ryan Murphy stink because anything Ryan Murphy touches starts out super strong. It's really good. And then you get about halfway through and then it just, It's fucked. So He he wrote the story,
1: like, I think the best way to write a story, I think, with horror films, is that, or things like that, is to have the ending is your idea. Mm. So you work to the best part of the film, not just have your best part of the the idea is, like, let's just say, like, the happening. Mm. Mm. You know, that was a fucking great idea at the start of that film. People were just starting to commit suicide. Yeah fucking great but like then it ended up being what is it it's wind (laughs) run away from the wind run away from the pollen like outrunning pollen there's a scene where they're outrunning pollen
0: you can't outrun pollen like
1: you like you're looking at it like they're looking back and like seeing the grass moving as if they know the pinpoint of the you know in this space of where pollen is (laughs) <laughs> it was pollen, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the tree. It was Mother Nature fighting back, and yeah. making them suicide because they were fucking the planet over. Yeah, which in its own right is a great idea, but how they like, like anyway. That's. I mean, he's a great example of like, you know. That, that was the whole thing with South Park. It's like that's not a story. That's a, it's a, a, t- twist. a twist. A twist is not a story.
0: But yeah, like Ryan Murphy, anything he touches for me is just like I'm always so apprehensive because it starts out strong and then it just it just drops and then it's not great. So I, I, you know, I've watched a few seasons of American Horror Story and I just haven't loved it. And I don't think I've ever finished a, a full series. Yeah. Like I just sort of go, yeah, I'm done.
1: Oh yeah. And what do you got here in the menu? This is another one of those films I really want to watch and I don't know one thing about it. I saw it's this on my, it's with Barbarians. This is in the same category to me. Like, it seems interesting because I don't know anything about it. And yeah. it doesn't seem like a horror film. It
0: doesn't, does it? I went and saw this at the movies. I saw it I went to I left my house. I went to the movies. you I saw it, I know, right? And there was like one other person in the cinema who was awesome. Um well no, I actually wanted to see this based on a trailer. So it was the one time that a trailer actually worked.
1: That's what I mean. There are other times when a trailer works, but if you've already made your decision to see a film and then you watch a trailer, you're an idiot. Yeah. The people that watch, oh, I can't wait for the next trailer to come out.
0: No. Brayden does
1: that at work with all the superhero stuff.
0: Like, I like a teaser trailer, so the Scream 6 teaser trailer, fantastic. Yeah. Love it. I don't really want to... Just wanna... give me the
1: idea that it's a, it exists. Yep. Like, yeah. Teaser trailers, that should be a trailer. Yes. Full stop. That's where you end it.
0: Mm. I don't need a six and a half minute. Here's the first twenty minutes of the film. They've like, do, like, done that before, they do haven't that? they? Like, yeah. two, like
1: fifteen minutes, and like.
0: But this this film was so fun. This would probably be in my top. Like five, maybe top ten for the year. And the only reason I've got it up there is because I've seen it recently. So I've had time to forget a lot of other films. But Why this did you one... put it in
1: your top four?
0: Yeah, it's it's uh oh, it should have been, but I kind of really wanted to. Squeak screens. No, and, all
1: the mentions are still still um, talking about them Like I said, there's, it's real hard to like My ones that I did weren't necessarily in the list of goodness Apart from Nope mm. Was like, oh, my, my standout film Yeah. But like, you know, Glorious and Hellraiser They could flick between each other and I, I don't know which one was better like, yeah. Which one I enjoyed more I enjoyed Glorious more uh-
0: <laughs> But this one, is it was so good So basically, it is like this this group of people um, They travel to an island It is a uh, a restaurant um everything is done on the island they grow their own foods they and then everything is done there this is one of the most expensive dining experiences you will ever have um the chef world renowned absolutely amazing everything he does has a theme so everything is like perfectly proportioned so you get a lot of this like wankery kind of like food
1: do you get like gels and stuff. foams
0: you get you get gels and foams there are gels and foams there's i love
1: gels and foams
0: and then so his meal is planned to smokes everything yeah, and right. as the night progresses things just don't seem right um the performance I. that's all i'm gonna say
1: is it just a like a movie version of that Monty Python sketch where the guy's like, oh, "I've got a dirt, I've got a dirty knife." Could you just have you seen that one?
0: I have seen that one. No. A- and
1: then the punch is, "Lucky I didn't tell him about the dirty fork," <laughs> or the other way around, whichever no. one, whichever ones they were. But we get
0: like we have an amazing cast. Like Ralph Fiennes, Fiennes is in it. Um, he plays the head chef. Um, Anya Taylor Joy, who is also doing a lot of really cool stuff at the moment, she is in it. Nicholas Holt is just such a deplorable character in this. Um, he does he does an amazing job. Um, even um John Leguizamo, he's in it as well. Like he he playing an actor who's he playing he playing uh, he's a bit of a dickhead. Um. But, yeah, so it's like this whole group of people, they are now essentially trapped on this island to have this dinner and just, yeah, it's it's really good. It's definitely up in one of the top, my absolute favourite films for this year and now that I'm talking about it more, I wish I put it up a little bit more.
1: I just looked up the trailer. I'm not going to watch it. I just wanted to look to see what kind of palette it had. Mm. And I just got here, there's a fucking movie out called Glass Onion, which is a Knives Out film.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix. Glass Onion? I know.
1: But like I enjoyed Knives Out. Yeah, same. Like I enjoyed more, I enjoyed um Ready or Not, which for some weird reason I get those two films confused. I think I watched that's them at, fair. I watched them at the same time. Is that the lady that's in the menu? Is that the lizard girl? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's she's doing a lot of stuff as well. She's doing a lot of horror stuff. Um. So yeah, no, that one, I, I think you'd like that one. Actually, she was in I the think the
1: witch wasn't she? Yes,
0: she was. I think Claire would like that actually.
1: Well, the witch or the, the, the menu? Yeah, I, I'm gonna trick her into watching it because <laughs> she'll probably think, ooh, it's a dining movie. Yes, it
0: is a dining movie. Well, we do get a lot of really.
1: It is a horror film.
0: It is a look. I'm gonna say yes. There is arguments against it, but I'm saying yes.
1: Or just like the same with Nope, you could argue Mm. that's not a horror film, but it is. Because there is, not horrific, there is such scary scenes in it Mm. that I'm like, if it's scary, it's a horror film. Like, if your film's scary, I feel like, even if it's not about horror, it's... Am I just saying something that doesn't make fucking sense now? (laughs) I'm trying to think of a bad examples of that. Like, someone goes, no, what about fucking... I can't think of anything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that that's fine. Do you have any dishonorable mentions? Because I have.
1: Dishonorable mentions?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we, Morbius. We don't usually
0: like to shit on things, Morbius. but I haven't watched it. I it's haven't a, watched it's, it.
1: It's theoretically the horror film, in my opinion, as in, like, it's about vampires, there's blood. There's,
0: I uh, don't think anyone liked this film. I think this is probably considered one of the worst films of the year.
1: I liked it. Yeah, yeah. It's a dishonorable film, but I'm saying, like, I, I'm saying is it a horror film. It is a horror film, as in like it's in the Marvel universe. Mm. Is it? it was, was it made by Marvel? It's not made by Marvel. It's one of those like offshoot ones, like yeah. like Sony or some Sony <laughs> oh, Telephonic <laughs> thing. Um, yeah, I watched Morbius, and my god, was it a shit film? Mm. Like, it was just like, are you kidding me? That's it.
0: It didn't make its money. So they yeah, released mate. it in the cinemas twice and yeah. it still didn't make its money.
1: They re-released it in the cinemas twice and their excuse was like back from demand that people wanted to watch it in the cinema. And I was no. like, nobody demanded uh, that. Uh,
0: uh. No no. that.
1: no one does that. Hey, hey, can you put the film back in the cinema so I can pay for it again instead of it coming free on a streaming service? Please do that. Please, mate. No. Yeah, that was a... Yeah, but like in the end it was just like, that's it? Mm. Like it's just... Two vampires fighting each other. Um, that's it. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And so many like well, you I just remember. Watched
0: it, Dracula two thousand, and you get a better get a bit better movie. But I
1: remember even at the time there were bits that just didn't make sense. I was yeah. like, mm, maybe they'll explain that, and they didn't. Like, no, as in not not no. like oh, I was not quite continuity errors. Like, if they can do that, why don't they do this? Or you've just shown this is that, therefore that is moot. Now that whole scene. You know what I mean? It was just, it was like they were riding it on a hanky as they were going along. And it was just, I mean, they probably didn't. I mean, it is based on a Marvel comic and Marvel, in my opinion, are the shittest story makers in the entire world in comics. And I know that, and so many people love Marvel and, you know, they want to know what's going to happen to Venom and all that. But like, God damn, man, they're they're not even stories. They're not even characters, Marvel. Mm. They're all fucking IPs. Yeah. They have rules. And you can't do anything interesting with them because they have to. At the end of the day, someone else has to come parts. along, and they have to be exactly the fucking status quo they were when they started. So they're just boring fucking pieces of shit stories. Yeah, this is someone who owns a comic shop as well, <laughs> um, which which means I'm theoretically an expert. No. I own a comic shop.
0: Nah.
1: yeah, I'm an expert.
0: You are. <gasps> You're an expert.
1: I'm an expert in I love comic it. stories. I'm the expert. I'm the guy that they call in. I'm the fucking
0: I be tangina that guy. of it. I wanna be the tangina.
1: I'm the tangina of comic books. God damn it. I'm all none right. of those things. I just wanted to shit on that film. it was just it was just
0: garbage. I, I don't know a single person that w- watched it. The Werewolf like by it. Night
1: one mm. apparently is mm. really good. I haven't watched it. I think you it should. It's all set in like that lap. Like, like it's very
0: it's got a very noir feel. Black feel to and it. white. I like it's, that.
1: It's got man thing in it which is Marvel's answer to Swamp Thing. Yeah. Um, and the best thing ever was, because, you know, comics come out with, like, giant size issues. mm mm-hmm. uh, His was called giant Size Man Thing. And I was like, that's so good. <laughs> like, I don't know if you got that, uh, Marvel, but once again, yeah, fucking. Great. What should we call it? Quality,
0: quality Giant assurance. sized
1: man thing. Anyway, what have, what have we got? All
0: right, so I've got two major dishonorable mentions. The first one is they slash them. So that was the Blumhouse film that came out earlier in the year. I have was... no,
1: I've never even heard of that. Is it about PC correct, politically correct ants?
0: Not quite. Like
1: them. Yeah, you know that? Get yeah. it? Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: that? I like it. I like it. No, it is about, uh, it's like a slasher film set in a gay conversion camp. and Oh,
1: I, I didn't hear about this. It
0: is probably, I'm not going to say it's offensive to gay people. Because
1: you're one of them. Because
0: I am one of them and I don't want to like sound like I'm shitting on my community.
1: Are oh, they hate, oh my God, has it got like, has it got fucking like stereotypes up the wazoo it is
0: stereotyped up the wazoo oh God. and it just everything about the film in general is bad like the writing is bad the plot is bad you can call it straight away like you, I called it within the first 10 minutes and I still watched the rest of the film is there and like it was just it was uh it was just so pushed and forced in my face and is like
1: there a, is there a is there a mincing gay man There uh, th- is. is there a like is there like a bitter sarcastic gay dude who's kind of like downtrodden like you know he's like he's like
0: well they're all kind of like that cuz they're all like youths who are you know
1: bitter and sarcastic against yeah against the world and yeah. stuff like that. is there a bear is there a
0: no i wouldn't oh. say there's a bear
1: well that means they fucked it cuz bears are the best mhm what is more appealing than a big burly bearded man that wears Colorado boots, wants to fucking go camping, and then kiss other big burly men.
0: Sounds glorious to me. I know it
1: just sounds like the best version of any relationship I can think of. And what are they going to talk about? They're going to talk about all the shit they fucking love, mm-hmm. like fishing mm-hmm. and fucking whittling oh, wood. And they're going to be, and then they're going to snuggle up and warm each other. They could
0: keep you warm at night.
1: Uh, yeah. It's what I assume Steven Universe grew into. <laughs> like a big be- sure. a bearded, because his dad a had a beard. His dad had a beard, and yeah. I feel it could be a very diverse show. Mm-hmm. I feel he mm-hmm. would have grown up to become this nice, cuddly, bear character. Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: mm. he became a male.
0: And- I would prefer to watch that than this film. This Steven film. Universe is
1: fucking the best.
0: I've never watched it. I Steven think I've watched Universe, like a
1: couple of episodes. I, can pinpoint, I can say without a doubt is maybe one of the Best cartoon shows I've ever seen. Interesting. Like, and then the movie ending is fucking chef kiss. Mm. The movie ending is like not only does the show have like lots of music in it and songs, yeah, but, but good ones. Mm. But the, the 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 film is set up like a Disney film, and it's like the you know those old ones like Alice in Wonderland, how they start with the credits and the Alice in Wonderland, like it does that, yeah, and then the whole thing is a musical, and it's fucking wicked. Anyhow, maybe you I might enjoy. not like Steven Universe, but I love it.
0: That's, I might get to it one
1: day. I've watched it twice. Okay. And then they did another season called Steven Universe Future, and they're all, like, teenagers in it, and it's, like, fucking – it's the cherry on top. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, maybe once I've done with Always Sunny, I'll uh... – Steven Universe. Universe Steven is a little bit
1: hard at the start because mm-hmm. it's very kiddie at the start. Before they just suddenly realise that they, they had this, they want they had this beautiful like way to t- talk about gender fluidity and mm-hmm. being yourself. Because he's got three months. Yeah,
0: well, see, this would this is already sounding better than this fucking movie.
1: Cool movie. Yeah, they then
0: whatever. And then the last. What's it one. about?
1: Is it just about someone killing people at the conversion camp?
0: Yeah. But then there's like a. Is twist. it like
1: Scream As supposed to guess which person is doing it.
0: Yeah, but then there's a twist in it as well. It's fucking shit. It was it was terrible. It was like I. They were straight. I.
1: <laughs> the whole time.
0: I get.
1: Is it just? Sometimes is it I just, get really can I mad. I try and get, Is it just a religious, like plant? One of those uh, in in the camp. Kinda.
0: Yeah. There's 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 a lot of.
1: i was going to think of what would be the most obvious thing.
0: It's really funny that I thought there would be a lot more. A religion jammed down my throat But I got a lot more
1: Is it just the manifestation In the flesh of homosexuality That kills a them? A
0: stereotypical homosexual I don't know Like it, it pissed me I don't want to say anything about, to about it
1: Trying wor- to what could be the worst ending <sighs> Anyhow Well you're no. not like Yeah it doesn't matter No Well you don't it... It's no fun talking about films you can't spoil, is it? No. How do people, like, Brayden do, like, the modern film podcast about films that... Because you can't... Because if I was, was, like, a person listening to a thing about films, I just wouldn't want to know about them. Mm. Oh, this, like, this they they slash
0: them. Don't fucking watch this. This is an awful film. I'm just doing that. This isn't even a McConaughey. This isn't even, like, I couldn't even find the fun in this. There was nothing fun about this. See, that is a
1: McConaughey. No,
0: see, the McConaughey at least... You get some fun out of that, no? Like
1: no, that, it, I mean McConaughey. That was a that, that was a, McConaughey is grabbing the bridge of your nose kind of shit. You know, yes. Ca- the, what, well, this this film Captain made Picard mad. that that meme <laughs> of him like that's what a McConaughey is. That's what it is. That that, that is. We should have done it as an episode. <sighs>
0: no, I don't. Did I don't, don't even know, have I don't, to watch it. I don't again? ever want to watch this film again. This film doesn't exist anymore. What's this next word? The next one is the Raqueen. What the does Requiem mean? I don't. It's French. I'm gonna look it up, but it's not a French film. It's an American film about a couple that go and stay at a resort on the ocean, and then there's a storm, and their fucking house is washed off into the middle of the ocean, and they have to survive with sharks chasing them.
1: Oh, requin is French for shark.
0: There you go. Is this was
1: wait? Is it in French?
0: No, it's an American. It's got Alicia Silverstone in it. So it's like this couple. So it's just a,
1: it's just a pretentious fucking like way yeah. to say shark.
0: Because there are so many shark films. But this one was just terrible. Like, this one I found the fun in. Like, we found the fun in. Like, just when you think this film is going to end, nah, it just gets a second, third, fourth wind.
1: No, oh, it's the Lord know, of the Rings. It's,
0: it's just terrible. Do so they
1: get saved by a wizard on an eagle?
0: That would have been better. <laughs> like, so it, it's pretty shit, but there was some fun in it at least. Um, but yeah, definitely one of the worst films of the year. That is all I'll say about that one because I ranted too much about they, them.
1: We got some anticipations.
0: <gasps> oh, my God. Number one on my list, fucking Cocaine Bear. I'm so excited for Cocaine Bear.
1: Is it a gay film? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> like a bear? It
0: would have been better. But, no, Cocaine Bear is based on a true story about a bear that got into a bunch of cocaine and caused a lot of havoc. Oh, my God. So, this is directed by Elizabeth Banks. who uh, She did the Pitch Perfect films. Um, she, she does a lot of stuff. And it's basically like, it's going to be, it's,
1: this is going to be. Code. Wait, how did the bear get cocaine?
0: So there was like a. Is it in
1: a picnic basket. It
0: was in a picnic basket. So he
1: just stole it from some fuck faces.
0: Yeah.
1: Cocaine bear. But why would it make him angry?
0: Wouldn't it make you angry? I, mean, no, I don't it know just, much about I don't about think co- it makes him thought- angry, but I think it just makes him like.
1: like just, cocaine bear. Oh, okay. Like he's just, he's just like,
0: He's pumped. He is he is bare pumped.
1: He's gonna fucking sell some eighty stocks.
0: He is he's he's just oh, he is going all over that forest. He is swiping all them picnic baskets, he is fucking shit up.
1: He's not just swiping the picnic baskets, he's working out a fucking five year plan to yes. do a business.
0: Yeah, he's got, he's got like, he's now got other bears working for him. He is just like, he's hustling left, right, and center.
1: It's always got a bit of CG in it, this film.
0: Yeah, it does. And I think that, a lot of the bear is going to be I'm CG. I'm not watching
1: the trailer, by the way. I've just gone to YouTube and I've just put my mouse over the trailer and it yeah. just shows bits of the trailer. So it's my version of a, tease, a, a teaser trailer. Yeah. So you just see a couple of shots from it.
0: That's fine. Yeah, they, they will probably make a lot of the bear CG because. People don't want to use actual animals in films nowadays, and I'm totally okay with that. Especially because I—that true, yeah, yeah. I'm so fucking pumped for this movie. I just
1: no, I, mean, I, I want—I don't want to read that. I want a fuck it. I want a puppet bear.
0: You want a puppet bear?
1: I want a man, like two people dressed up. Yep. In a costume, that and uh, they can make that look heaps real. I,
0: I'm okay with that. Put a little
1: bit of CG on the bear. You yep. know, you know. Maybe CG out the zip. <laughs> <got> <laughs>
0: Don't CG out the zip. I want to see that zip. We got
1: Scream Six.
0: Yes, very excited about that.
1: Uh, my most anticipated film for next year is Evil Dead Rise. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that this is a new Evil Dead film. Yeah. That I mean, there was Evil Dead, but that was a remake. Yeah. Um, so that to me doesn't count, uh, and it was good, but like, it's no to me. It's still it's still that. Watered down reboot shit that like I was yeah. just like it was good it had great ideas mm-hmm. had gore in it, but it just wasn't Evil Dead. It yeah. just seemed like it, and its color palette and everything just looked like those remakes of the chain, Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, there uh, was
0: there was absolutely no fun to it. It was just it was because there's there's so much fun to Evil Dead. There was nothing fun about that film. It was it was very much yeah from like you can still have finish, the gore
1: like, and the and the tenseness of it and the situation, but there still has to be that. Kind of fun element to yeah.
0: it. Yeah, there was nothing like fun demons
1: about it. Like demons had, and all those kind of films. It's kind of like it's 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 not. You're trying to make a fucking you know a hostel where it's fucking gross. You're trying to make the scenes. Evil Dead is trying to make cool scenes. Yeah, you're trying to like, have cool moments in it and shit. They're like that's fucking cool. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. Like where that they just went for like shocking and yeah. look away. They like did as gore much, porn. Yeah. And, uh, Which I don't mind. Yeah, it, it was I'm fine okay in itself, but like it could have just been not. It could have not been called Evil Dead, and I wouldn't have guessed it was Evil Dead. Yeah. Like that's how far removed it was from it. It was. A, it just looked like a demon film mm. to me, like or just you know like possession or, mon- but like there was nothing that made it Evil Dead apart from like the Necronomicon. Was that in it? Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like that was a total lie I just said. I would have yeah. guessed it was Evil Dead, but. <laughs> Uh, But Evil Dead Rise to me could be. It's an opportunity to make one of those fucking cool films. Mm -hmm. You got everything in there. You got. Because Evil Dead, the TV show, was wicked. Yeah. I couldn't believe how good that was. I was like, wow, you really nailed it. And that was cool. It had heaps of cool moments. You had cool characters. You had funny scenes. It brought it
0: back to the fun.
1: Yeah, but there were also gore moments in it that were tense and scary. Like, especially those fucking little kid things. Like, and. And then, but then you had that cadaver scene, which is like <laughs> there's been nothing like that in anything no. ever. Yeah, like so. Is Sam Raimi doing the new one? It's not. He's no, not, it's you he already on. Not people.
0: He's yeah. He's producing, and I think Bruce Campbell's producing. Who so, wrote it? Uh, I'm not sure because
1: that kind of matters, eh? If Sam Raimi. R-
0: I don't think he wrote it.
1: But then again, he's done like you know he did like Doctor Strange and all that, and like Drag Me to Hell. They're like they're not the best films.
0: Oh, it's Lee Cronin directing. Who that? Um, he did. Did he do under under the under the sea? No,
1: under the sea. Anyway, um, he did I'm...
0: Hole in the Ground.
1: All right. Ah, oh, I watched that.
0: You did. And you liked that.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that, that's good. Yeah, yeah. But that was super fucking serious. It was, And it? He, he can't serious his shit up, man. He still has to have a cadaver with his dick flopping in someone's you face. You need
0: some fun. There's well, not going to be I a, mean, it. It's not
1: going to have a day. It's going to be, like, real serious, and it's going to be a gore porn.
0: Quite possibly. We'll, we'll find out.
1: I mean, if, like, we will. I mean, I don't mind the idea. I mean, I... I kind of wish it wasn't in a building because you know, you've got like
0: well we've already established demons an, that's yeah, demons well, that's demons too. Everyone has established that this is just going to be like demons too.
1: Yeah, or f- dread. Yes, uh, we got good films. the Megan trailer dropped. Megan with a three.
0: Yep, with the 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 AI doll, which um,
1: which is a doll.
0: I, I don't like I, I'm, I'm excited to see this film. It does look uh, creepy, but it's weird that any like, film that they, they are plugging the fucking shit out of this film, and oh, it's one of the first oh films released in the year. So that to me doesn't really scream like because you never want your film to be first, do you? No, well you you want it to release, you know, at major times of the year, and I wouldn't really consider January Shut, 6th. But we we
1: got to we got to cut this off. We're an hour and forty minutes no, fuck
0: that! All right, well, uh, then we well, got. We've uh, got Renfield. We've got The Exorcist.
1: What's The, the Exorcist?
0: They're, they're remaking... Well, they're not remaking. They're doing like a, a direct sequel to The Exorcist.
1: Called The Exorcist? Yes. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what they should have called it? They shouldn't have it. Exorcists. <laughs> With the dead.
0: Well, I, want more. I want five guys in this room. The power of Christ will compel you.
1: No, no. They, they come in and there's like Linda Blair, whatever, like person there. And then they're like, look, and they go, we're going to need... A bigger exorcist. Get <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, me more. Yep. Give me more, more ex. Wait, what? Who should I bring? Bring them all.
0: All of them. We bring need them, all of them. Bring
1: them all, and like, yeah. Clearly, I'm not a writer, but um, Dark Harvest. What's yep. that? Quick.
0: Um, so that's like a folk horror kind of film.
1: Oh yeah. as we, well.
0: We've got the Meg too, because I fucking love the Meg. I don't care what anyone says. Great and then,
1: so we got two films with Meg in it: yep. Megan and Meg.
0: And then, of course, you uh, have a
1: Mog film. If you have <laughs> Megan Mog.
0: Megan Mog. The last film on the list is Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey.
1: Yeah, that's. Is that a joke?
0: It's not a joke. They've they've made it into a film.
1: Because was it was it one of those concept trailer things, and they've like, yes. g- they've gone with it? Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Look at Pigman. Bear Pigman. Wait. So. Is it just a person that kills people dressed as Winnie the Pooh?
0: No, I don't think so. I I've been avoiding everything for this. So I'm just trying to. I'm kind of keen.
1: Yeah, cool. So, so you've, you're doing it properly. You're, you're doing... Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to know about it. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? I'm gonna watch it.
1: What the fuck is this? Indeed. So. All right. So that's it. Thank you. To... That's um, it for
0: 2022.
1: Yeah, I think this. Wait, yeah. That's... Thank you very much to everybody. Like. We love you all. Um, it, Christmas is just gone. It's end of the year. There's going to be fucking New Year's Eve. I stay at home these Dang. days and watch the ABC New Year's Eve night, and
0: I'll be asleep by nine o'clock.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've now haven't stayed out yet. Um, I want to thank the people you know that help us out uh, do stuff throughout the year. The yearly we did the yearly one last year, but then I forgot there was a whole another episode to go. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you to like Chad uh, Chatterbell, to uh, you know Robert Thomas, to Adam Gillespie, to news Nith- to Kohijar, to Dion Cracknell, to Dave Kudrev, to Emma Duran, to Sam Cripps, to Patrick Roberts, to Adam Kister, to Chris Franks. You are our fucking. You know what do they call them? Top fans. Top fans. Top fans. Top fans. You fucking. You're always there. You're always helping us out. You're always pushing us along. You make. You're, you're basically helping us be good. Mm. And we can't fucking thank you enough. Thank you so much. I, I love you guys. Um,
0: I tolerate you, but yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, what until ne- yeah next year we're gonna start fucking strong, fucking Evil Dead. Yes. Evil Dead, getting ready for Evil Dead Rise. Who knows what it's gonna be?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Uh, evil Dead Rise. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Thank, thanks heaps, all you people for supporting us throughout these two years. Uh, season three will be next year. I do it every year. I said it before. Starting with episode... What number is that? What number will start?
0: 119.
1: One 119. Damn, I wish it was 120. Yeah, sorry. Just do a quick episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll do a mini cast. Oh, yuck. Yuck.
1: People want stuff like that, don't they? Do they? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Tell us what you want. What do you want from us?
1: No, because then we'll have to do it. No, nah, we can't do it. This whole, uh, this whole podcast only works because of the minimal, like effort we have oh, to put I cannot,
0: into it i cannot believe to tell you how how minimal effort we put in and i love it
1: we put all the effort into the talking oh yeah and what we talk about but like everything outside of that we've got jobs we do everything yeah i'm eating those peanuts again
0: i love it <laughs> they're tasty anyway you've been listening to Television horror podcast with dan and jennifer we are available on all major podcasting services so make sure you like it subscribe leave a comment make sure you share with your friends check us out on facebook and instagram at teravision pod and we'll see you at home
1: We'll see you at home. Goodbye, and until next year. Next year.
0: Fucking next year.
1: May all your horrors be horrors. I don't fucking. Know. Bye. Great way to end. <laughs>